Welcome to Two Chicks, Three Seats, the podcast that takes a look at the hospitality industry's hottest topics. Two Chicks, Three Seats is hosted by Kate Kennedy and Rachel Calkins and is brought to you by Triple Seat, the industry leader in event management software. Find out more about Triple Seat at TripleSeat.com. Happy Friday, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of your favorite hospitality and events industry podcast, Two Chicks, Three Seats. As you can see in the episode title, we have made it to the big episode number 50. And to celebrate that accomplishment, we have a very special guest with us today, Triple Seats co-founder and CEO, Jonathan Morse. Jono is here with us today to discuss some important Triple Seat product announcements that are going to make Triple Seat an even more necessary resource for success in the hospitality industry. These product updates were just announced publicly last Thursday, so this is all currently breaking news. So listen up, everyone, and if you have any questions on what you hear today, you can send us an email directly, or you can email the Triple C support email address, which are both linked in the episode description. So welcome, Jono. Woo, that was a lot of words. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> she memorized all of it, too. <laughs> welcome. Well, I know you were practicing that. It, yeah. it came off. It came off spectacular. Thank you, thank you. Um, yeah. But so to start off, for those that may not know you, Jono, could you give an intro on yourself and what inspired you to create Triple Seed? Sure, I can, Rachel. Thanks. So you're lucky that I'm not starting off with a, ja- a dad joke like I did with Kate. I really thought that you were going to though. I was kind of. I, I thought about it, but I used them all up, so I don't have any new ones. So. Kate, or Rachel, why don't you start us off with a dad joke, and then I'll tell you who I am. What's the cat one? No, it's the cat cat one. You want to do that? All right. What do you call a pile of kittens? A meowton. There you go. (laughs) um, (laughs) (laughs) All right. So who am I? Um, I am the founder of Triple Seat, and um, my background has been in restaurants and hotels forever. Um, normally the follow-up question is why did I find triple seat or found triple seat? And the reason is, you know, the long and short of it is this, um, back in 2008, I did a event when I was the VP of sales for a software company at a restaurant in Chicago, um, who's now a customer of ours. And the event didn't go off as planned because she lost the paperwork to the event. Um, when I asked her, why do you have paperwork? Why aren't you using software? She responded to me that nobody in the restaurant industry uses software. Um, it's all pen and paper. It's all notebooks, um, stuff like that. So I did a little research on it and she was correct. So I set out to fix that problem by building triple seat. And that's where we are today. So that is how I found a triple seat. Um, It was to help restaurants and hotels manage their um, event business, which fast forwards us to why we're here today to talk (laughs) about Triple Seat Direct. Jono's a pro here. He knows how to get the transition set up into the next topic. That was my transition, but that's fine. (laughs) All right. Didn't mean to step on it. Let's let's rewind that. Jump right in. No. (laughs) No. 
no, no, no. I was just, you know, no, I was going to say, well, now that everyone knows and loves the Triple C Core product, why don't you tell us about Triple C Direct and what prompted you to create this type of product? Great question, Kate. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> so Triple C Direct is a new product that um, we did a soft release back in December and then we kind of uh, launched it for real about, I would say, three or four weeks ago. So what Triple C Direct is, really simply put, is a way for restaurants customers or hotel customers or catering customers or unique venue customers to go onto their website and book an event and plan the event directly from the website. So for example, if you wanted to do a birthday party on a Tuesday, um, you could go to a, um, the, the website of the restaurant that you want to have it at, um, choose your date, choose your time, choose your room, and then choose your menu items or packages, all the details, like if you want to do like, you know, a birthday cake and you want to do a cocktail hour and you want to do, you know, dinner or whatever the case may be, choose all of it and then pay for it and then hit submit and it's all done. And, you know, for the restaurants, especially now when they don't have as many event managers as they used to have pre-COVID, um, this is a great way for the restaurants to book business because now on your website, you have a 24-7 event manager that can take all the booking information and then you can get paid directly and uh, it goes directly into Triple C. And all you have to do is cook the food and make them happy. Well, you mentioned private events, but I feel like right now, especially catering is a big is, is big in the hospitality industry. I mean, I know we were kind of through COVID, not quite, but I do think that more and more people are doing catering now and having, you know, events at their homes. So um, how does Triple C Direct help those people as well? Right. Um, so Triple C Direct is actually two products, not to confuse everybody, but it's called Direct Book. And that's what I just described earlier. And then there's Triple C Direct Catering. So direct catering works in the exact same fashion that I just described, where somebody can go onto the restaurant's website and then they can do three styles of catering, if you will. One is they can choose the date and the food and the time and actually put in the place where they want to have the, like the catering. And or they could go in there and say, hey, I'm going to pick this catering up. So think of like if you're going to do for the 4th of July, you can do you want to do like ribs and burgers and chicken and you want to do it for 50 people, you could order all of that directly from the restaurant and you can go pick it up. And the third is the same, which is instead of picking it up, um, the restaurant can deliver it to you. So you have really at the end of the day with triple C direct, you have four options. You, the consumer can book an in-house event, if you will, or on-premise event, if you will, or they could book an off-premise catering, um, either for pickup, delivery, or takeout. So the, the, you know, the big overarching of the reason why we did this is because during COVID, there was an interesting little stat that came up, right? It takes 66 days for a consumer to change their behavior or to change their habits that they're used to. 
During COVID, they had 365 days, more, more than 365 days. So if you look how consumers are, are absorbing um, technology for restaurants, it's all around takeout and delivery, right? And also maybe those the menus online and paying online. So they've had 365 days to kind of understand how that all works. And that got fast forwarded real fast during COVID. And what the, what the technical term for it is, is called omni-channel, right? An omni-channel- I was waiting is, for that. Yeah, <laughs> here it comes. So an omni-channel is an Amazon-like experience, right? So you go onto Amazon and you can order shoes, you can order oil for your car, and whatever you want and it's all right there so it's one channel to get anything you might want so now restaurants have to provide that same experience for consumers going forward because this is what they've come accustomed to an example of that is like all of a sudden you took off your pickup and delivery of of food on the restaurants and you said i'm not going to do it anymore i'm just going to take it away you're legitimately going to piss off the customer, right? Because they're used to it. They're like, hey, I used to like ordering pickup and delivery from you guys. Why did you take it away? So that's a change of behavior. So what we've done is we've just done it in bulk, meaning now consumers can go on instead of choosing a hamburger to be delivered or a pizza to be delivered. Now they can order 50 pizzas and those 50 pizzas can be delivered or picked up in, in, for catering. And we also did it for people who want to do something in-house, meaning they want to book something in the restaurant, but they don't want to go, they, they don't anymore do they want to go through the rigmarole of putting in a lead um, and then waiting for a response and then having a call back. Um, so all that stuff, they kind of want it now, like instantly. And they want to have that experience that they've become accustomed to. And, and that's what Triple C Direct is doing for restaurants, for hotels, and for unique venues. On the flip side of this is, is that we didn't give all the control to the consumer. So if somebody books something like, you know, they want a, a bowl of potato chips on a Saturday night, it doesn't automatically happen, right? So the restaurant has an opportunity to accept or deny these, these caterings or in-house events. So the restaurant still has control over if they can do it or if they want to do it, whatever the case may be. And they also have a bunch of control within Triple C Direct to make sure that it's not being delivered to like Lord knows where. It's nowhere near them, right? So they can put like a geofence around it so they can restrict the delivery area. So it's pretty cool. And the last point is, is that it's a new revenue stream, right? So your website right now is like I said earlier, it's acting like a 24 seven um, salesperson. It's always on, people can always book. Like if they decide like, hey, I wanna do a birthday party for 50 and they decide to do it at 10.30, they had that idea at 10.30 at night, they can legitimately go to your restaurant and, and book it away, right? So you don't have to wait until you're open, which is at 11 a.m. or whatever the case may be. And my final point here, it's all commission free. It comes directly from your website. So we don't collect any kind of commissions um, or any kind of fees. Um, it's, it's, you know, it's part of, of Triple C. So you don't have to like give your profit away on these events on, on these fees or commissions. Which is basically, the, that's the big defining 
thing between us and the competitors who maybe do something similar to this is that most of them do charge commission, well, they all do, fees um, for right. orders. And, um, and I think that the point you made before about restaurants just stopping doing takeout and delivery because they feel like they don't have the means to do it anymore. But I think Triple C Direct allows them the opportunity to maybe get rid of those, you know, third party apps, if you will, that they were using for delivery and for ordering and that were charging them for each order or catering order or whatever it may be. Right. I mean, it, they, they don't have to get rid of it. I mean, we can coexist. Right. I mean, I'm sure a lot of business comes from the third party's website, but here you have a link. It's just a simple link that goes onto your website from Triple C that they can use in partnership with an outside website from, from our, from other places. Right. The other thing about it is that web link that I said that goes onto your website can actually go anywhere. So it can, it can go on event up, which is our web, um, our uh, restaurant uh, directory. It can go right there. It can go on your social media. Like you can put out a picture of a big plate of ribs and says catering available now and have that link right on it and they can click right on it. Um, so that link is just a web link. It can go anywhere. It can go on your social media. It can go on your website. It can go on your email signature. It can go wherever a web link can sit. It can sit too. Um, so Facebook, right? And again, you can just, you can do a whole program around it, which is like, hey, you know, pick your holidays. Like 4th of July is coming up. Did you know we do catering? You know, come get, you know, 10 pounds of mac and cheese, <laughs> right? And, 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 and we'll either deliver it to you or you can pick it up. Or if you want to do a full-on catering where we set up tables and chairs and tents, we do that too. Beautiful explanation. Right? Mind <laughs> blowing. <laughs> and the customer, like with our core product, the customer owns all of that data, right? So they own it for um, marketing purposes. They can use it to send out email campaigns. They, they, they can use it to follow up with customers. Um, so all the information that, you know, that people enter when they're entering a direct booking, Triple Seed stores that information so that our customers can use the data later to- um, Oh yeah, to it's, it's like anything else with Triple Seed. Once, once the booking's in, it's theirs, right? Yep. So they can, of course, use Triple Seed like a CRM, customer relationship management tool, where they're like, hey, listen, you know, this person did catering with us for a birthday party last week. You know, we could send out another email marketing saying, hey, listen, you know, if you ever have any other catering or if you want to do something in the restaurant, you can do that too. It's just another revenue opportunity um, for the restaurants, right? Especially if they do like pick up a delivery catering, which they might've never thought of doing because um, it just wasn't available. You just can't order that way online directly, um, but now you can. So they can start building all these programs around it. And the thing is, is like, they don't have to be in the restaurant to take the orders, right? You can be on a beach in Fiji and the orders will still come in. Um, it's just about executing the orders once you get yeah. them. Someone has to cook them. <laughs> yeah, somebody has to do it. Um, but again, you can accept or deny. Let's say the restaurant's closed on the day they want to do it. You can turn that day off, right? Um, let's say you uh, you don't want to do any in-house events on a Saturday, right? So you can turn that off. Um, so like I said, the restaurant has complete control over, 
you know, their hours, their availability, like what they want to do. You don't have to do both. Like with, you know, maybe you don't want to do in-house directly, right? You, so fine, turn it off, but you do want to do catering. That's fine. Turn that on. So it, it's really simple to set up. It's actually, people can set it up themselves. They don't need, it doesn't involve any kind of super training or technical knowledge to just to turn it on. It will take a, literally 20 minutes to set yourself up. All you're doing is building out your pa- your menu packages and you're good to go. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah, <there> you go. <laughs> so for those who are listening, Jono, who like do you consider to be the ideal like customer or venue type to be using Triple Seat Direct? I would say any customer, to be honest with you. You know, what I see really this having an impact on is um family style or QSR style companies. Let's say somebody wants to get like 5,000 chalupas, right? From Taco Bell. <laughs> they can just go to Taco Bell's website and click on it and then order you know, a bazillion chalupas and they can come pick it up, right? Or if, if Taco Bell wants to deliver it, they can have it delivered. Same with, um, so you know, I was looking at Cracker Bell the other day. Cracker Bell is doing like, a, a small version of catering where they're building out these like um, for the lack of a better word, like picnic baskets, like mm-hmm. picnic boxes where people can get like fried chicken, mashed potatoes and corn. And then it comes in a box. Right. And they can come grab it and take it. So there's a lot of like these style c- companies that want to do it. You know, other places are like, are like Dave and Buster's, right. Where you want to buy like a thousand tickets, you want a birthday cake and you want to do it at 12 o'clock. Perfect for that. So somebody can go in right in there and just book it and it's done. So it's just really convenient for the, for the customer to book this way. And it's also, you're going to keep on your profitability. And like I said earlier, it's like having a salesperson 24 seven. So you're just, just taking orders. And then, and again, that's how consumers are working now, right? They've had 365 plus days and now their expectation and their experiences are one of that they're used to, which is came from the pickup and delivery. We just take it and put it on steroids. Yeah. Well, with that said, and with the 365 plus days that people had to sit and think and order <laughs> takeout and delivery, right? what do you... Um, do you have any predictions for the hospitality industry moving forward, like into the rest of 2021 and then into 2022? Um, yeah, um, <laughs> I do. <laughs> Loaded question. <laughs> yeah. You know, the restaurants as a whole, it's, there's a huge labor crunch and it's not just happening to restaurants. It's happening to everybody. And the labor crunch is coming from people saying, Hey, listen, I want, to do something different. And maybe they um, went back to school or they they had some time to do some research and they thought this would be cool and they get some training so they can get into that position. So this is this big shuffle. But if restaurants maintain their attitudes um, towards salary, healthcare and what have you that they had in 2019, they're never gonna get the help in 2021, right? Because, you know, this was a big, you know, 2020 was a big reckoning. COVID was a big reckoning, and especially around the idea of healthcare. And so I see, I see restaurants treating 
um, servers and bartenders and chefs. Uh, more professionally, um, I see my prediction would be that they're going to be paid a salary um, versus being paid hourly. I think consumers are still going to tip. Um, even if you say don't tip, I think consumers are going to tip. It's just kind of part of our nature. But those tips can be pooled, maybe go back to the restaurant. It, it depends. You can, you can slice it and dice it different ways. But I do see, like, instead of being paid hourly, you're more on a salary. And with that salary comes more benefits. So that's one prediction I see. Another prediction I see is the end of huge menus, right? Everybody had to pare down their menus for, for COVID. I don't see that coming back, you know, like the uh, Cheesecake Factory style menus, <laughs> 10,000 things. It's, yeah. just, it's just too high, too much cost, right? And too much management. I think paring down a menu, uh, consumers would be okay with that. I think pre-COVID people were uh, in menu wars, right? They were like, we have more shit than right. this guy next to us. So come to us. I think it's going to get more pared down. And then... The other thing I, I, I see happening is people are going to go out in groups. You know, there's still people that are going to be like table of two, table of four, but events are taking on more of an importance, right? Because people want to reconnect with everybody that they, you know, didn't connect with in the past 18 months. So I see large parties becoming a thing and restaurants are going to have to figure out how you know, what they're going to, how they're going to configure their restaurants to accommodate these large groups. And yeah. typically with a large group, it, it just churns once. It, it might churn twice, right? You might be able to say, hey, listen, we can do a large group like from like six to eight and then another large group from like eight to 10. Typically what they've done is we've taken a large group and we, we put them in at seven and they're out at midnight. But again, because of COVID, this 90-minute restriction when people were in restaurants, now they're used to it, right? So when you go up to them and say, hey, listen, I need the table, nobody fights back because they understood. You could do the same thing with events, which you can say, hey, listen, we can block you from here to here and here to here versus just giving you the run of the room for the entire night. So I, I can see that like group business having a churn inside of it, which would be great. Those are some of my predictions. I've got more, but. And just so everyone knows, we did talk about the, um, the um, healthcare issue and all of those things in a past episode. I don't know, Rachel, do you remember the number? It was like 48. I think we just did it. Yeah, we something talked about, about how, yeah, about how to get people back working in the industry, they're going to have to start offering them a lot more as far as, you know, healthcare and benefits and um, just perks instead of just the, yeah, I mean, hourly. a lot of times people look at restaurants as like people that work at restaurants, depends on the style, as an act of desperation, right? This is the, the only job they could get or they were like, this is, you know, whatever the case may be is like, because they didn't go to school, this is the only job they could, they, they, they could secure. And to be honest with you, it's really not true. And if you treat people like, I know you have to take this job, you're going to have huge turnover because, and, and, and the service is going to be sucky, right? Because yeah. people are going to be like, you treat them badly. They treat us badly. We don't like the restaurant. It's just a vicious cycle. And 
if they start treating everybody inside the restaurants in a more professional manner, people will look at it as a more professional job. Like right? career rather than just Absolutely. stepping right. stones. As, yeah. Versus a stopgap or something yeah. that that case. And I, and, you know, Danny Meyer has been kind of talking about this for a long time along the no tip side of it, but it, it's, it's bigger than just the servers. Right. And I think consumers should start expecting higher prices um, because having a margin, a, a profit margin of like three to 5% is ridiculous. Is honest. You know, you, you can't, you can't maintain it. The, what did they say? 17% of the restaurants went out during COVID um, that's actually pretty low when you when you think about what the original prediction was was like around fifty percent, but it also shines a light on profitability for restaurants, right? Because everybody's trying to keep their prices low so people come to the restaurant, you know. But at the same token, if you're not making any money and you can't end up paying your servers, right? Right? It's it's unsustainable. And so I think you consumers should now expect that, you know, prices are going to go up. And that's just, if you want your local restaurant or brewery, whatever the case may be, you should pay. Yeah, I agree. I think the oversaturation in the hospitality industry before COVID maybe was one of those things that it shed light on, on the issue at hand. I mean, they've been operating on those margins forever, but at the same time, they don't have to, you know, I mean, there's, there's ways that they can like charging more, treating the employees better, that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you, you don't have to, you don't have to go hog wild. Right. Um, but you know, food, food prices go up and down every day, mm-hmm. but their menu stays the same. So, you know, just off the top of my head, it's, People got used to those QSRs, right? And they can look at the menu on their phone. I'm personally not a big fan of it, but whatever. Mm-hmm. If you can make your menu flexible, meaning like a tomato was a dollar and then the, all of a sudden there was a drought in California and now it's $1.25 and that cut that 25 cents cuts into your margin. If your menu's online, you can have a dynamic menu. So maybe your hamburger with a tomato was $15, but now because of the drought, it's now $16, right? So that would be, um, to me, like help keep the margins right where they're supposed to be as prices go up and down, up and down. Because a lot of times people don't change the prices on their menus because they're printed. Because they're right? printed menus, yeah. It's like, right. they're like, I'm screwed. And yeah, it's like, you don't want to change it. Yeah, you technically don't have to be screwed, and th- and I think that's what the those those uh, those code those, those codes or whatever they're called really and by making those menus online uh, opens up a whole new door of what you can do with your menu. Yeah, it's like I remember when I was a restaurant person, right? We would have to print the specials every day, right? And on, a, on an old printer that would always jam, and it'd be like, what a pain in that. And you would go in every morning and you'd be like, what am I printing today, right? Because the chef would tell you what, and you type it out in fancy words and, and give it a price. But those days were over, right? Now you can do the exact same thing, but you can do it online. It's just like, hey, listen, you know, I, yes, my hamburger was $15 yesterday. And yes, it's $16 today, but it could be $14 on the, the day before. 
Right. Right. You know, because all of a sudden, you know, it rained in California and now tomatoes are a dollar or, or 85 cents. And so again, keep the goal here is to keep my profit margin. I'll make a number up at 15%. Mm-hmm. Right. And you can change your prices up and down, up and down, but your profit margin stays the same. Yep. I think I just came up with something. I think right? you did. I think you did. Let's build it. Let's do it. Into restaurants. Let's open a restaurant. <laughs> yeah. I'm blowing Rachel's mind right now. I am. I'm just thinking about how the Cheesecake Factory could never make menu updates with the novels that they have printed out. No. Yeah. No. But the no. thing is, it's like, think how much they're, I'm sure they're profitable and they're yeah. a well-run shit. But at the same token, because their menu is so huge, their food costs, like, could you imagine trying to do their food costs every I single can't, day? The, or the order. Can you imagine those poor people who yeah. have to order for like, yeah. oh my God. I mean, I'm sure it's not like, you know, when I used to do ordering, when I managed restaurants for the chef, it's like you call up at the end of the night and you leave yeah. messages and you're like, one order, like yeah. <laughs> lettuce mixed. <laughs> Two, exactly. you know what I mean? Two yeah. bags, apples, green. Whenever, I'm sure they don't do it like that. but <laughs> Whenever I called in the booze, I always felt like I was having the world's biggest party. Yes, I need six <laughs> Six kegs of Budweiser, 14 um, bottles of vodka, and be like, wow, I'm having a good time. This is going to be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I love Colin Martinetti. That was my favorite order. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I do think we're out of time, unfortunately. We could talk for another hour or so. But um, just so everyone knows, I do want to let people know that you can, if you're not already a Triple C customer, you can sign up for Triple C Direct by going to triplec.com slash tsdirect. That's the official website. You can also go to triplec.com's landing page, just triplec.com. And if you go to product, um, it's under the product there and you can click there, fill out the form and someone will get back to you, you know, in minutes. <laughs> you, can, you can also, if you're already a Triple C customer, um, you can go in the app itself, click on the marketplace and purchase it right from there. Yep. So everyone go and purchase your Triple C Direct. Go for it, man. Making big moves. Big Let's moves in the hospitality industry. Do it. Make money. <laughs> Get rich. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Jono. All yeah, right. Thank you for our 50th episode. I feel like Yay, we should have or something. Congratulations yeah. to you guys for 50 episodes. That's great. I look forward 50. to the next 50. No, yeah, no, me too. <laughs> you'll get them all. You'll get them all cranked out by next week, right? We'll oh, do yeah. like five a day. We're yeah. doing two this week, actually. So you know. <laughs> there you go. Alrighty. Thank you. I'll talk to y'all later. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Two Chicks, Three Seats, your events industry podcast brought to you by Triple Seat, the industry leader for event management software. Find out more about Triple Seat at TripleSeat.com.